guys. Welcome back to the podcast. We are officially at episode number 18. How, how are you doing, Ashley? Oh, I'm doing good. 18. Holy cow. Oh, my goodness. This has been so fun, but I just, I can't believe it's 18 episodes already. Wow. 18 weeks. Yeah, girl. That's like, I don't know how many months. So cool. All right. So we are doing another Q&A with questions that you guys submitted, which we totally appreciate you guys taking the time to share your questions with us. So let's get into it. Question number one is what is the number one mindset principle that you would teach a client? Now, the client that works with me and the client that works with Ashley looks a little bit different. So it's going to be interesting to see what comes up. So, Absolutely. so for Ashley... Yeah. So the number one thing, if I'm just teaching like a quick fix, not even a quick fix, but something that you can use every single day in your life to shift it into more bliss and less misery, essentially, is what people are kind of coming towards me with, is the difference between expansion and contraction. And so expansion is that feeling in our body when something feels good to us, our energy lights up to it. And contraction is when our energy literally closes. And so if I said to you, Ange, right now, in three days, you get to hop on a plane, you get to go to Bali and pack your bags, girl. Do you go, holy shit, yes, or are you like, oh my God, that sounds stressful. stressful. It's COVID, I cut kids to organize, like, no, thank you, I'd rather not. Yeah, well, I'm a hell yes, <laughs> sign me up. I'm not even packing, I'm just on the plane and rolling. Like, exactly, yeah. right? Whereas some people, to them, that's total contraction. For you, it's total expansion. So everybody's contraction and expansion looks a little different. And what many people don't think about is what expands them. We just are doing the things that need to get done. So we show up in life and we do the laundry, we cook the meals, we get the kids to bed, we do the things that they want to do, take them to the splash pad, we we live our life through them, for example, and don't really realize that those are things that do not expand us personally. And so when it comes to starting to shift your whole world is doing more things that expand you and less things that contract you. Now, there will be many things in our lives that we must do that actually contract us. That's just the way it goes. But we do so many things that contract us that we don't have to do, right? And so guilt-free saying no to those things, right? And would you say that that's where that heaviness, that baggage, that shit that's just piling up in your bucket comes for people because for so long they've done things that have contracted them, that they've become like they're carrying all of these things that have just made it so that they're unable to really even expand, right? Absolutely. And it becomes more difficult to expand. There's guilt towards expansion at that point because everything that we are holding and carrying and doing is not actually for ourselves. And so the first thing would be if I were to get people to shift that mindset would be to simply start to notice the things in your life that expand you and the things that contract you. And it's about leaning more into expansion and saying no to those things that we can that contract us 
And there's many, there's so many things that we just do because we think we should, or we don't want to hurt somebody's feelings or, well, it's not really that hard. So I might as well just go ahead and do it. Right. And when we start to pay attention, when we start to become aware of like, oh my goodness, why did I say yes to that thing? Um, we start to really take inventory of it. And that's the first shift. That's so cool, girl. I feel like for you. Yeah, I I was thinking about this when it came in. And I think there's I don't think I can do it for one. So I'm going to share two. So the first thing that I think I really need to help people with in terms of their mindset is I get a lot of people who are aiming for perfect as if perfection is the goal. And the mindset shift that we work on so often is shifting from it being black and white thinking, all or nothing thinking. Well, if I already had a bad or I already had a bad meal, then the next meal or the whole day is a complete write off. A lot of people that are just in this mindset of I'll start over on Monday or they're just striving for something that is totally unrealistic. So they'll see people who they think are really fit or who have the body that they're working towards and they'll say oh you must never eat those things or you might must never be able to enjoy life or however they want to word it because what they think is the only way for them to get results is to be totally perfect to live off of chicken and vegetables to exercise five times a week and so much of that mindset for them is all the times when they're presented with okay maybe this wasn't like the best choice, the shift in mindset is really seeing it as, hey, you know what? There was so much good in that choice because the next choice that you made had you getting right back on track without it spiraling. So that mindset is really not striving for 100%, not striving for excellence, not striving to nail it every single day, but being okay with 80%. 70 percent the days that are only 50 percent because that's just you adjusting the dial and you're not turning it completely off so teaching people about your um about your mindset being more so like a thermostat versus either being on or off is such a big principle that I talk about and that people just determining what is that for you? What does 60% look like? What does 70% look like? All of that is still okay. Mm -hmm. 60% is better than doing nothing. It's just, there's so many people that feel as though, okay, I'll start over tomorrow. I'll start over after the summer. I'll start over when this is going to happen. And I feel like it just doesn't work that way. The second mindset principle that I think a lot of people really struggle with is this, I guess you could say it's kind of like Amazon. They want their body to like literally arrive tomorrow. I was going to say that. Like, if I am perfect for one whole week, then I will be 50 pounds lighter and absolutely perfect. Mm-hmm. Or I sign up with you six months from now. I'm totally going to be there. Mm-hmm. And I think the mindset shift is like, girl, it's lifelong. You can work with me for six months. We may have you looking totally fabulous. But after those six months, you got to keep going in some capacity. And so I think the principle or the mindset thing is like, it's kind of like you plant the seeds, but you can't like eat the fruit or like reap the harvest or, or however you want to word that you can't expect that it's going to happen right away. So you 
work on getting your mindset to a place that you don't get discouraged in that stage when you're waiting for the plants to grow for when you're waiting for all of those reps that you've put in all of those good choices when you're waiting for those results to show up you have to just be patient and know that it is you're gonna get there the biggest piece of it though is not getting discouraged in that time while you're waiting to get where you want to go because the time is going to pass anyway so so often I'm reminding people like okay girl like you are not there and I know that that's super frustrating for you because you're showing up you're grinding really hard and I'm like honestly I started this journey 14 years ago and if somebody told me that I was going to be here at this spot still showing up still having to exercise still having to eat healthy I know that girl at the beginning probably would have been like oh I don't know if I'm still going to be doing this 14 years from now or what however long I'm just gonna get there yeah and once I get there I'll be so happy mm-hmm. as soon as I lose x amount of weight and I can fit in these pair of pants then I'll be happy and I can stop the stress and the pain that comes with eating healthy and exercising totally totally so it's yeah, it's a mindset shift to just be patient with it and then also just um yeah as it's happening not allowing that to dampen your spirits just showing up with the same enthusiasm on even on the days when you don't want to be there you're still like oh we're still gonna do this even if you don't feel like doing it it's like you're still gonna do it because regardless it's going to pay off in the long run even if right now you're not feeling it or seeing it or like feeling as though it's totally pointless it's it's going to pay off so I think a lot of that mindset is just teaching people how to do that and not be discouraged in the middle of it for sure and I think that shows up too with weight so for example Um, I weighed myself on Friday and I was, uh, it doesn't matter, but I was 157 pounds and I was like, cool, that's higher than I like to be, but here we go. Let's do the weekend. Right. And that's why I was like, Frank, this is a Friday shit. I was like, oh, well, well, I'm still going to show up the way I would normally show up because I've heard you say that. And I'm like, yeah, we're just doing the do. I'll do my normal weekend. We'll see where we land. And then so my niece's birthday was on Sunday. Father's Day was Sunday. We're all at the cottage. We're eating cake. We're having a great time. Beers are being drank. Like, I was not in fitness mode. I was just like, we are. And I came home and I was like, you know what? I am craving some cookies. So I had some cookies. Guilt-free. I'm just like, no, I'm on this journey, but I'm doing it for joy and I'm doing it for good. Anyways, so then today shows up. I'm hop on the scale. I'm like, girl, you have to get on that thing. Like, you have to. So I get on the scale, and I'm like, 153 pounds. I was like, what? But I was like, that was just showing up, and that taught me. So one of the things you have said is, like, rip off the Band-Aid and get on the scale. It doesn't matter. You're going to be up four pounds. You're going to be down four pounds. You're going to be up nine pounds. You're going to be down, right? Like, it doesn't. And I was just like, oh, that was exactly it was and it, on Friday and today on Tuesday, it was just like, huh, like it's a four days difference, I think, Tuesday, right? Like yeah. four or five days difference. And it was a difference of four pounds down, even though I was totally enjoying life on the weekend. And it just made me realize that it is the journey. It's not the sprint. This just reminds me of a really interesting analogy I've been relating into recently. But you know how the weather, you know, we look at, we look at the weather forecast. We're like, oh, it's going to be 17 degrees today. Or it's going to rain all day. Mm-hmm. And so in your head, you're thinking this and it's spiraling in your mind. Oh, well, we were supposed to go to the beach, but we can't go to the beach because it's raining. And there's so many of these things that go through our mind with the weather. I don't know about you, but 
I've really noticed recently that the weather report is not accurate. It does suck. It says it's going to rain and it doesn't rain. So I was like, that reminds me so much of those times when you wake up and you're like, oh, I cannot step on the scale. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. I ate this. So therefore this. And then you think it's going to be one thing and then you do it and you're like, oh wasn't that thing. So I think that the more that we can enter into life, every single experience with zero expectations, step on the scale. Cool. It's not going to dictate how I feel. It is. Yeah, it is what it is. No judgment. It's all good. So I think as you, as I'm drawing that parallel between the two things, I'm like, so often what we're thinking in our brain is just disappointment about certain expectations. When, if we just release all of that, we're like, cool. Could be this, could be that. Either way, I'm still good. For sure. That makes me giggle because literally this weekend, like our, our grass right now is so dry. We want rain, all of the things. And so Cam says to me, he's like, well, for the next three hours, there's a 100% chance of rain. I look at I'm like, it's not rain. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you cannot tell me it is 100% chance of rain right now when I do not see rain. <laughs> like Those percentages just, are bullshit. Oh it's my like, God. I'm like, oh, holy crap. But I can totally see that like in connection to our lives where we're like, we get set on a certain thing. We get stuck there and we've decided that that's what it's going to be. And it shifts the way we go about life, right? So imagine you didn't go to the beach because you're like, well, in the next three hours, there's a 100% chance of rain, but it's sunny right now. You're like, then go to the beach and if it rains, play in the rain, get in your car and leave or whatever it is. But we, we make these assumptions based on our expectations and often... We're wrong. Yeah, <laughs> we are like weather meteorologists. We're just totally like wrong. Uh, oh. totally wrong on that one. Totally. Okay, I totally. love that. Okay. <laughs> this is. I'm just. I'm just thinking. What did people do before they had the weather report? They probably just lived their freaking lives. I don't they probably even, did. They were like, okay, cool. I'm gonna look outside and go based on what I feel. But then they would just roll with it. Why can't we just do that? I do do that, girl. I don't check unless my kids are like, "What's it gonna be like today, mom?" I don't check it. I'm like, "Oh, I can see." But mostly, I'm like, "Go stand on the deck and find out what you should put on your body." Like, I don't know. We don't I love really. That. I love that. And I don't know, maybe it's because there's not as much to do right now that it doesn't really, I don't know, hinge on as many things, but I don't often check the weather because it doesn't really change what needs to get done. Totally. Okay. I might do that. Although in school, okay, I know we need to move on to the next question, but in school, Theodore's class, my oldest son, his class has to do the weather report every day. So even if Theo's not the weather reporter, he always checks every day. Like today, it's a high of 25 degrees Celsius. It feels cool and looks like this is this could be a good career for you buddy but um but yeah yeah no we're gonna try that I yeah, love that we don't we just it's with the flow yeah for sure so much better all right number two okay the next one is oh this is a good one how to stay motivated when you are in a plateau phase of fitness um but I would say that that also connects to what I do with clients that plateaus happen where people are like, okay, I feel good. I feel good. But I, yeah, there's got to be a next level. So mm. um, in regards to fitness, what do you suggest? Mm-hmm. It's so interesting because I feel like with plateaus in fitness, it often happens for people when they're not necessarily that they're just getting started, but it's generally beginners and intermediates because in their mind, it's kind of like if I were going to decorate a room, I was going to decorate a room. I know nothing about decorating your room. So when you're brand new, you would only be like, okay, yeah, this looks good. Right. So you just have 
only certain aspects you can look at. Like, mm-hmm. oh, okay, do the pillows, does that kind of, right? And yeah. so what happens when people are first starting, they only have certain metrics. So they're like, oh, my metric is weight. So mm-hmm. I feel like I'm in a plateau. Or their metric is... Um, maybe they're closed, they're still stuck in the same size. So they have this one metric that they're looking at because it's really all that, you know, when you're first getting started. Mm -hmm. So I think so often when it comes to plateaus, we have to expand beyond the metrics of this is just about weight or this is just about the size that I'm in. Mm -hmm. So I would say that often when I'm teaching about metrics and things that would help somebody feel as though they get out of the plateau, we often just need to shift their focus out of what things are looking like with their body into the skills that maybe they're acquiring. So somebody who's newer is often in a position where they're just learning movement patterns. They're just learning how to be really good at squatting, how to be really good at deadlifting. Honestly, Building those neurological connections from your brain to your muscle takes so long to happen. Like six months, eight months, 10 months, 12 months. You're probably doing it wrong for a little bit. That's just part of the process of learning. Like think about if somebody was like, Ashley, I'm going to teach you ballet. Yeah. Holy Hannah banana to get my body to move in that way. Get your brain and your feet and the coordination and get that to happen. Mm -hmm. That's what strength training is. And so often we're like, oh, yeah, I know how to exercise or we're going through the movement. And so much of that, like first year of strength training is that it's like, I don't know if I'm doing it right. I don't know if I'm doing it right. And so the metrics when you're first starting and feeling like you're stuck and feeling like you're not moving anywhere forward is you're just building this amazing foundation that you're maybe not seeing on the scale, maybe not seeing in your clothing, but you're doing that so that moving forward as you're able to add more weight, as you're able to gain more strength, as you're able to become confident with your movement patterns that is where the magic happens right especially if you're somebody who's generally lean if you're generally lean and you just are wanting to see more definition in your body more definition comes with becoming really confident in um those movement patterns being able to add more weight and be able being able to get through a workout saying i fucking crush that shit (laughs) versus like oh i don't know if that felt that good and so when i'm looking at that plateau um, phase in fitness for a lot of people, I'm teaching them, how do you really get to a place where, okay, I feel really good about that workout. And I feel really good about the skills that I'm acquiring because I know in the long term I'm not going to always be stuck here, but lifting is one of those things, just like ballet dancing. You do not get good at lifting in your first year of lifting weights. (laughs) It's so funny that you say this because I was literally doing a workout this morning and I was thinking, about a year ago so a year ago just over a year ago it was in um may that you and i like you started putting together actual programming for me and i remember doing the side line clam and (laughs) if you can picture what that looks like it's literally the worst thing you could do in your life and as a beginner like you are just your fault i had to put my hand down like i was hot mess and then so I was doing it this morning and it still sucked of course it did I was like oh the sideline clam is gonna get me but I knew what I was doing yeah I was like I can't feel my obliques working right now the first time I was doing it I just like I was You're honestly out of water I was in a floppy one like <laughs> I was just like falling over my mat like it was it was terrible yeah. um but one of the things that you said to me a, just over a year ago was imperfect action 
totally which really has held strong is like it doesn't it doesn't have to be perfect it doesn't have to be great the fact that you're moving your body in whatever way it doesn't have to be don't worry about your form so much the form will come when you build those core muscles right and now with the core muscles there, I'm like, oh, this is how the sideline clam is supposed to go. Yeah, and I mean, it's embracing the fact that you are a beginner learning this shit. Like, think about, like, For anything. Sure. It is so good to learn a new skill, even as an adult. Like, to go back and be a total beginner at something and to feel like, holy Hannah, I'm going to fall over, or this is so hard, that is so good for the brain. That is so good for the body. Yes. So I think... If you can just shift the mindset to not feel like I'm stuck, you're like more so focusing on like, okay, I know that like I'm not an all star yet, but like I am definitely in the direction of becoming better in that way. So I think so often, um, so often when it comes to fitness, it's that. And the other funny thing I think I would say too, is that like, it kind of goes back to the mindset piece of like, Sometimes when we feel like we're stuck in a uh, stuck in a season or stuck in a period, it's coming back to that mindset thing of like, well, what the hell are you going to do next, girl? Like, you are going to still do something. So like, even when you feel stuck, it's kind of like, okay, we're either going to change the course on what it is that we're doing, or we're going to keep on having that time underneath the bar, keep on getting stronger, keep on doing things, and embracing that that's going to pay off in the long run versus feeling like oh, I feel like I'm not doing anything. I don't think I don't feel like I'm that doesn't serve us it's the same thing as like oh my life sucks this is the worst that your thought pattern doesn't get us anywhere exactly for sure and I would say it's very similar when I'm working with clients when they hit that place of so now what like I I feel really good when I leave I feel fucking amazing like I feel like I could take on a mountain and everybody in my world and then x amount of time passes and I'm right back to where I was and it comes down to very much what you've talked about you're new at this and you're going back to all of the things that got you here Mm -hmm. right and so it's about either shifting mindset it's about shifting emotions it's about shifting trauma it's about shifting the behavior right so the way that we interact in our life and so for some people that shift begins that very first session and they go out and their world changes a little bit, but a lot of the things stay the same. Mm -hmm. Right. And so it's about noticing those things and staying with those ones, but also coming back and being ready to continue to move more. Mm -hmm. Right. And so when we hit a plateau emotionally, physically, mentally, a lot of it is because we're doing the same thing over and over. Mm-hmm. And so if so, if somebody comes to you and is only willing, the only thing they're willing to change is how much they move their body. It, are they going to get fast results? That depends on where they start, but yeah. For yeah. sure, right? But, but, but there's, but there's nutrition, point. there's actual behaviors, there's actual mindsets stuff, that yeah. need to shift. It's more if, than, yeah. If it's like, you know what? Day. I'm coming to you, Ange, and I'm only willing to give 30 minutes a day for exercise. You're like, forever. <laughs> forever. And you're like, okay, how many times a week? They're like, three times a week. But I want to lose 68 pounds by Christmas, which is in three months. You're like, nope, we got to do more in that amount of time. It's going to include nutrition. It's going to include lifestyle changes, 
Yes. Right. Yes. And it's the same with um, when it comes to that emotional health, that spiritual health. It's about it doesn't have to be huge leaps, but it needs to be life changing. Totally. And it's kind of like levels, right? Like it's like the stepping stone to get here. Another level, another devil. You just got to like be ready. You're not ready to tackle it. You're not ready to tackle the devil at like the lower level, but you get there and it's like, oh, I feel like I'm starting over again. It's like, nope, you're just ready for that new devil, that new challenge, that new place that you're ready to go. But you have to look at that and be like, okay, I'm ready to receive that emotional growth. I'm ready to receive that spiritual growth, whatever that is. But I think so often people are like, okay, I'm here. And then as they're settling into it, it's kind of like, it's so comfy to be in the spot of like, okay, I'm just, I'm comfortable with you here versus like, okay, I'm ready to give you the next level. And then us as the coach, the practitioner, we're like, okay, if you're ready, here's what the next level is. And I think so often what shows up is fear, retreating, pulling, pulling back resistance because it means change. Change is so hard for a lot of people, right? And I, so I'm wondering, can we reframe it? Can we relabel plateaus as checkpoints? Mm -hmm. Benchmarks. Yes. So I've, yeah. So I've, I've made it this far and I'm, I'm, I'm stuck. I have quotes around that just to, for the listeners (laughs) listening, you can see me with that, but I'm, you're not stuck. It means you've made it this far. And when you're ready to make the next shift, the next big change, the things that you're looking to see change will change too. Totally. Totally. I love that. I love that so much. And I would also say too, for the person that's listening, that is like, oh, but like, I've just been like here forever. And I feel like I like, I'm just going to always be stuck here. I think there's mindset work to be done Mm -hmm. to get you past that point of like, do you want to heal? Yes. Do you want to be there? Because yes. before I can help you, you need to physically be able to look in the mirror and be like, I'm ready. I'm going to do this. And so much of that manifestation piece of that is you For need sure. to believe that you're worthy enough to be at that level, to Absolutely. vibrate at that level, to just do all of it. And that, I think, is such a key piece that's holds people back. They don't actually believe that they can be successful. Right. And that is it is absolutely manifesting and for some people, it shows up as self-sabotage. But if you don't feel worthy of being in that place, even if you ever get there, you won't stay there. Totally. Because you don't believe you're worthy of it. It's just, it's not possible because you will manifest your way out of it. And it sounds, it sounds depressing, maybe. But I think it's, and that's how Ange and I actually linked up. There are so many times where... Both of us, we have sent people back and forth in the sense of like, what you need is to heal on a level that is not physical. It's manifesting as a physical thing, but it's actually emotional. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking of one particular client who um, I actually saw her last night, beautiful soul, and she is super open and wonderful, but she started with you and I think she was with you for many years. And it came to a point now where she is working with me and it's because the things that she was holding, the things that she was harboring, it started as a weight loss journey, but it turned into an emotional journey. And I think that it brings it right back to, I think, our very first episode about the pillars where physical, emotional, spiritual, mental all impact one another. And when you get to a certain point with, let's say, your physical journey 
let's say you lose, I don't know, 25 pounds and, but you still don't feel worthy. You still don't feel like you're enough. And this is, you know, this is exactly where you thought you needed to be to get happy. And now you're there and you're like, I'm not happy. Right. It's no longer the physical then pushes you into a different pillar. So as you raise your vibration in one pillar, you have to go to the other pillars to raise that vibration up higher because they all have to go up together if you're going to be in balance. Totally. And I mean, I think that's so parallel even to my own experience. Like, I feel like I know we've talked a little bit about this, but I've really noticed it this time around in particular that like the self-love piece, the weight loss piece, all of that, like we've talked about this obviously on podcast, but maybe this is your first time listening. But I think what this is the first time that as the weight's kind of coming off after my son, I'm just like, I'm totally cool here. I am totally cool here. And then as the changes keep happening and things are going on, I'm like, it's because there's no longer this hate. Mm -hmm. There's no longer this like dragging down of like your body is not enough until it gets to this spot. And I think sometimes that self-love piece for people, they're, they're like, well, I can't love my body here because like I hate my thighs and I hate the way that this looks. Mm-hmm. I hate the way that that looks, blah, 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 blah. But I think that is the work to be done even prior to losing weight, because I think, yeah, I just think that's what holds a lot of people back. They think that therefore they will be happy when the weight is gone. And I think the work is along the way. For sure. And I'll love myself when I'm there. And I just think of, so one of the things that I talk to clients about is it's very much in connection to that when it's like, Okay, but would you would you not love your daughter if her thighs were that big? Would you not love your sister if her belly was as big as yours? Would you not love your son if his, I don't know, shoulders were measly, right? Like, would you, when you take it for many women who have children, if you put it down to, well, what if that was your child? Oh my God, no. Like I would love her anyway. She would be perfect no matter what. And it's all of a sudden this light bulb moment of, oh my goodness. So why don't we give ourselves that same consideration? We are at that very same essence, beautiful, perfect, wonderful, this, the way we were when we were born. And we, we extend that to our children no matter what, mm-hmm. right? And we don't necessarily mostly ever not ever but it's the journey there um but extending it to ourselves that unconditional love piece where it's like you know what this booty is bigger than I want but I'm gonna love it today and hopefully it's a little bit smaller tomorrow like but I'm okay either way either way is awesome I'm still gonna train my booty today but with no expectations just to circle back to the the weight stuff like no expectations. This is cool. I'm showing up. I'm doing yes. the do. I'm eating the salad because I want to eat the salad, but I'm not expecting that the salad is therefore yes. going to make me look different. I right? hate eating the salad. So but I have to eat beginning. the salad because I had a donut yesterday. So I totally need to eat the salad today versus like, I'm eating the salad because it's delicious. And this is what I totally want to eat right now. And whatever happens, we'll just let it be. And I think that is such a beautiful perspective to end on. We've got to wrap this one up there. Chicky boo, number 18. Perfect. Thanks so much for joining us, guys. It's been an absolute joy, as always. We will uh, catch you next week on 
our number 19. Almost hitting 20. All right, guys. Love you. Ciao. Yeah.